Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Kate Gregory. We recorded this a couple weeks ago in my home in Portland, Oregon. Just a few announcements before we get started. First off, my Facebook account was hacked, and now I'm apparently banned for life with no recourse, which means Get Up in the Cool will be much less active on Facebook for the foreseeable future. So if I haven't responded to your Facebook messages, that's why. The best way to get a hold of me is a DM on Instagram or a contact form on one of my websites. I'm still posting weekly videos to Instagram and YouTube under my Cameron DeWitt accounts, so you can see those there. And if you're interested in helping out, please share those YouTube links in your favorite old-time Facebook groups. I'm teaching banjo at Valley of the Moon this year, along with Tall Poppy String Band, so sign up if you want to study old-time banjo with me for a week. And if you're coming for another instrument, bring a banjo along and take a few classes with me. Sign up now at valleyofthemoon.org. One last thing, my two online banjo workshop series are starting soon. One's on claw hammering rags in C, and the other is an introduction to double C tuning. I'll keep the discount live until the evening of Sunday the 23rd, but you can sign up anytime before the 30th when the first class starts at CameronDeWitt.com store, which I linked in the show notes. Okay, enough business. Stick around afterwards to hear how to keep up with Kate Gregory. First, here's our interview and jam. Enjoy. Thank you. 
love that too. <laughs> the best. <laughs> it's really sweet. I, re- I really love it too. Yay! Yeah. Kate Gregory, welcome back to Get Up in the Cool. Uh, I think you were on the show last, was it like a, a year, year and a half ago, maybe? I think a year and a half year ago. That half sounds ago. right. I think we met uh, at um, Centralia. Yeah. Maybe right before or right after you moved to Portland. Yeah, right after. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Um, I should have listened to our, our first <laughs> episode first uh, to, to remind myself. But were you at that time just getting into old time music relatively? Or had you been playing it for a little while? Can you remind me? Yeah, totally. Um, I had been playing old time for a while, but I think was maybe still in the process of being like, yes, I I am an old time musician now okay. because I had identified as a very Irish centered musician up until that point. And I think it was like, yeah, summer of 21 approximately where I was like, oh, I know so many of these tunes now. There's, I have no yeah. excuse to, to not say I'm an old time musician. So now, now you have it claimed. I feel like I've yeah. claimed it yes. and I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Uh, I, I want people to claim it like really early, but often I feel like the people who are, um, most hesitant to claim it are people who have already like mastered playing a different tradition Mm. and then Mm -hmm. they feel like more of a, you know, like, Oh, I, excuse me. um, Can I get in here please? (laughs) You know? (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, okay, that's not necessary. Let's all just hang out over here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's how I feel at least. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Now I agree in hindsight. I'm like, what was I doing? So yeah. Happy, (laughs) happy to just play all the old time tunes and always want more of them. Where where did you get this one? That tune? Um, I got it from the, I got it from Natalie Padilla, who was like my, my old time teacher, really. Um, cause I, like, I learned to play mostly Irish music from Adam Agee and Boulder. And then after several years of doing that and him teaching me a couple of old time tunes, I wanted to learn more. So yeah, I learned that one from Natalie and yeah, she taught, she taught me a lot of tunes that I still love and play. So thanks Natalie. Yeah. We're birthday buddies too. Also just want to say shared birthday with Natalie. (laughs) It's meant to be. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I might just be like totally ignorant about this. I, I know that I am, but my, my impression is that like, I, I, I feel like I haven't heard that many C major Irish tunes. Mm. Are there a lot of them? There are, there are a lot of C major Irish tunes, but I think, I mean, I think you're right that they're not super common. Like, um, I don't know. I feel like it's sort of a thing to say, Oh, let's play a C tune now. You know, so many Irish tunes are G, D and A relatable, (laughs) you know? So, I, I like love sea Irish tunes and have been trying to collect more of them. So yeah, love a good. Yeah. I wonder if they're not as, maybe if they're not quite as common for the same reasons that they're don't seem to be quite as common in, in old time. Mm -hmm. Right. Not, well, it's not as accessible of a key for several instruments like flute, for example. They don't Um, have. C flutes? They they have C flutes, but if you don't have a C flute... If you don't have one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
we know it's a tie hacker tune, but we both were on the fence about which number it is. I think it's number one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the person who taught this to me, this is like in the first couple of years of me learning old time tunes as well. Like, uh, this is, must've been back in 2015 or something taught me this tune. Um, Chris Downladar, who was on the show a bunch back when I lived in Philly. Uh, but I'm pretty sure and feel free to like write in and I'll, issue an apology, but I'm pretty sure he introduced it to me as number two. And then sometimes I've been like, do you know this tune, Tiger Tune number two? And then people have like gotten on my, gotten on my case about it, the old time police. And yeah. saying it's Tiger Tune number one. And that it is number one. <laughs> yeah, I think, unless I have it reversed. <laughs> I can also check because I know I have it written down sure. somewhere, which, which name Natalie gave me. So yeah, we can check. Uh, what else do you want to play? Um, you said you had some other C tunes? Yeah, well, I was wondering if you play this Pike's Peak tune. Pi Pike's Peak? Pike's Peak. Pike's yeah. Peak. Great. Yeah, gotta represent that Colorado land. Is, um, is this a Colorado tune? I don't know the the history of the tune. I wish that I did, but um, Pike's Peak is a 14er in Colorado. A 14er? Yeah. Okay, we'll talk more about 14ers afterwards. <laughs> I just went to Colorado for the first time recently and oh, yeah. got a little bit of the culture, but yeah. Okay, cool. Great. Thank you. 
Tune. Cool tune. Oh, that's so great. Okay, so Tall Poppy was on tour in Colorado yeah. last year, and we kept overhearing uh, people, yeah, like a lot, a lot of younger folks in cafes talking about going on 14ers. <laughs> and it seems like it's sort of this like status symbol. Can, can you explain what that means? Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, the sentence younger folks talking about 14ers in cafes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, cool. I can picture it. Yeah. Very, yeah. Very Colorado. And I've definitely been one of those, one of those people. Yeah. Um, so you do 14ers. <laughs> You're among the... <laughs> Oh, yes, I have uh, hiked a 14er before. Hmm. Uh, well, they, okay, so there are peaks that are 14,000 feet or higher, yeah. and Colorado has like 54 of them, okay. I think, which yeah. I, I mean, I guess that's a big deal. That's a lot of high mountains. Yeah. Peeps in Colorado are very stoked about it. I have a water bottle with them all listed. Aww. I think I've done, I think I've done like 10 of them, which is cool. One of one, one of the hikes you can do, you hit four of them in one day. So, you know, it's not like uh, I've yeah. done them 10 different times, but I, I must say that, um, they like, it's definitely quite the hiking experience. You're in a you're in like a line of ants going up. Like especially if you hike them on a summer weekend, which is what you want to do. Um, there's your it's you and every other Colorado person. So, yeah. Um, My impression the way that people the way that Morgan, uh, our guitarist, was talking about like hiking culture in Colorado is that it's it's the kind of thing that you would like maybe like put on your, like on your dating profile or oh, something. No. Oh no. <laughs> like which peaks you biked. Ah, I feel so, I feel like so cringe about this. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> this is, I, yeah, I'm, mm. how do I, I don't know how to phrase this. So I'll tr I'll like try my best. I am I, I love living in, in Colorado. I lived in Boulder for years, but I got so, I, got, I, I felt very strongly that the, the outdoor elitism sort of culture was really exhausting. Yeah. Love, I love that for all of those people though. Like go get it, like <laughs> do your you. thing, yeah, do, yeah. do it. Um, but I definitely got to the point where I was like, I'm not going to try to hike all the 14ers. That's not something that I necessarily want to do. Although some of them are really scary. You need, you need like some ropes and, some uh -huh. serious mountaineering skills, which is awesome. So yeah, go, go do it for those who want to. Yeah. And, uh, and also like, it's really cool that they've made it accessible to a lot of people to hike a lot of those. Cause some of them you can drive so far you can get up so that it's 
I don't know, it might be like three more miles to the top or something, yeah. but you, you don't have to hike, you don't have to hike, I don't know, 6,000 feet of elevation gain for most of them. You can do less than that. And that's awesome. Um, anyway, <laughs> I think you threaded that needle beautifully. Thank you. And sensitively. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Well, where, where is it? Pikes Peak? Oh, oh yeah. So Pikes Peak is um, n- near the town of Colorado Springs. Okay, great. And yeah, it's, it's really quite beautiful. I've never hiked Pikes Peak. I think you can drive to the top of Pikes Peak, actually. Um, but I, when I was, I was just in Colorado, I was on a bus going to the airport, and it was a clear day. And you, So even from north of Denver, you can see south and see Pikes Peak. Mm. It's, it's absolutely enormous. It's like, it's a massif, so it's like a little bit separated from the other Rocky Mountains. And so just like this gigantic, beautiful mountain and yeah, much appreciation for it. So if like Tall Poppy String Band like wanted to make a video of us like playing <laughs> Pikes Peak at Pikes Peak, would would we get more like criticism for not like summoning it and then <laughs> playing it? <laughs> or would people understand? We're at Pikes Peak. I think people... I think people would understand if you were nearby, if you had okay, driven great. to the top, if you cool. if you had it in the background, I think all would be <laughs> Great, I just wanted to clarify. Do I Thank need to hike consulting. the entire do I need to run the Pikes Peak <laughs> marathon or whatever? <laughs> like <laughs> have you described yet what why it is called a fourteener though? Did you say it, that yet? It's yes, because it is they are peaks that are fourteen thousand feet or higher. Fourteen thousand feet. Okay, yep. I think that very good. Um Cool. What else do you want to play? Um, Thanks for demystifying. Yeah, totally. Um, Okay, let's see. We could play that D tune, that Nate Leith Rosin on the Gourd tune. Okay, cool, yeah. Um,
miss playing with you. It's great. great. Really great to play with yeah. you. Wow. Been a minute. What has the Ministry of Folk been up to? Let's see. Um, we have had two campouts. So we did one in 2021. We did one in 2022. We want to do one in 2023. So hopefully that'll work out. Um, we've been doing them in Pennsylvania on this really beautiful piece of property. And yeah, would love to just have anyone there. It's just a fun camp out and like play tunes kind of a thing. But yeah, keep, keep an eye out, I guess, because hopefully we'll have some fun new things happening and in the process of figuring that out. So. And you have some new merch. Oh, yeah. We have socks. We also have mugs. So if you want a mug, you can go to our website. They're red. They're like campfire style mugs. Um, and we also have socks. And I have fun pink Ministry of Folk socks with me in Portland. Um, I have like only a few pairs, but those are for delivery. So they're... Can I, can I see them? Yeah, you can, can see them. Can do a live them? react here? Yeah. Um. Yes, I have them <laughs> over here. Oh my god. <laughs> These are so cute. They're so cute. We went with the, the apricot color. We had an Instagram poll. People wanted the pink, okay? Yeah. So we love them. Um, yeah, the, these are gorgeous. It's... They're like... <laughs> it, it's like a little Christmassy, but in a way that you could do all year round. They say Ministry of Folk in some like, kind of like, almost like fantasy lettering, like at the bottom. Yes, our our logo was designed by our good friend Claire Durr. Um, Claire Durr for all your graphic design needs, everyone. Yeah, th and these are great. And then some, uh, the person we work with on our merch like took the logo and turned it into this awesome sock design, <laughs> so. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, it's it's difficult with, uh, to, to get um, look like logos to translate to, to embroidering. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever this is called to, to like make it stitch. Yeah. And make weave it, track it and... into something. Yeah. 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 It looks great. Yeah. Cool. We love them. So if you're in the Portland region, you can, um, reach out, you can reach out to me on maybe I guess, I guess on my okay. Instagram. I'm going to buy some. <laughs> Perfect. Yay. $15. We love them. Money yeah. goes toward um, all, all of our continued support of folk musicians and the various ways that we do that. So, Yeah. Cool. I'm excited to put them on. Yay! Um, what do you want to play next? I think the other tunes I was thinking of doing are I wanted to do in cross G, but we could try to think of another one that, so you don't have to retune. Oh, so I like soon. playing in G out of this tune. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's great. Yeah. I'll just pretend I'm playing enough. Yeah. Amazing. Well, then. Let's go on Crash G. That's great.
like a sweet old the other dog yeah it's a sweet actually sweet trotting. guy yeah yeah trotting sniffing like yeah. pleasantly but yeah. not being crazy yeah i um i got that from eden and lucas pool oh yeah yeah and they're so cool they're so cool yeah and saw them this summer at valley of the moon fiddle camp oh cool which was total blast. Were they teaching there? They they year? were not teaching actually. They were, just, just they out. were hanging out. Awesome. So fun. And had their kiddo with them and two kiddos with them. What am I saying? Yeah. And it was really fun. Baby and with banjo a lot of the time kind of vibe. Cute. And yeah, 
picked up that tune and have been playing it a lot ever since. So thank you to them. Yeah. Oh, I, st- I don't. I still don't think I've actually met them in person, but I interviewed them in the the deep dark recesses of the you know pre vaccine pandemic, uh, and it was a bright spot. It made me feel really good. Are you? Are, do you go to like Valley of the Moon every every year? <laughs> hey, are you like a Valley of the Moon person? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know I know that you've gone, but do you like go? Are you like a lifer? You go every time. You know, um, I haven't gone like as long as some people. I've gone I've gone five times, and they would have been consecutive if it weren't for the pandemic. Sure. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going this year, okay. so I think that interrupts my streak, but. Okay. We'll see. I, I do love it a lot, but I'm um I'm prioritizing going to Clifftop this year. Yeah. Which is really Great. fun and exciting. Good. And Good. yeah, I'll be graduating from grad school in June, envisioning like a couple months of um music. I'm gonna teach. Um I've been I have several fiddle students and am open to taking more, so that's exciting. And um then yeah, trying to do some music, go to Clifftop before getting a job and being a little bit more uh, I don't know. I don't want to say tied down. So hopefully it will just be like, you know, still have lots of fun stuff to do and have a cool job that I like. Yay. <laughs> so if anybody has any, um, uh, ge- geography based jobs. <laughs> yeah. 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 If yeah. you, if you need a, a mapper, I, yeah. GIS and cartography. And then, and then like, actually hoping to do some sort of like community based environmental justice type work that can grow from what I've done in grad school. So yeah. that's cool. Usually that's not what we plug in this spot, but seriously, <laughs> if anyone has any, <laughs> you know, I, I've been around a lot of people when they're fresh out of grad school and panicking. So like, uh, <laughs> shower your, um, resources and connections on, uh, Kate yeah. Gregory. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then, so I'll definitely see you at Clifftop and then maybe at Valley of the Moon. Are you going to Valley I'm of the Moon? I'm teaching at Valley oh, of the Moon Oh, this no. Year. Oh, no? Now I have to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if they normally have banjo teachers there. Um, that My impression is that that's Oh, like, my gosh. Yeah, but I'm teaching there, yeah. That's with amazing. With Tall Poppy String Band, yeah. You're all going. We're oh, because going. George is teaching fiddle. Yeah. I knew that. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're George's plus one and plus two. Love that. Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, definitely meant two. like that is so rad <laughs> that I've made the wrong decision and will have to reconsider. And you're like a, you're like a gregarious social person. I, At least you, I consider myself. Yeah. Mostly on that side. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has their like, I need some quiet. Yeah. But like everyone that I've met is like, oh yeah, do you know Kate Gregory? Everyone knows Kate Gregory. And I'm assuming that it's not torturing you to like put yourself out there all the time. Um, I like to chat it up with new folks. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. If, if you like that clifftop is great. If you don't, then you have to like find a specific spot to camp and like figure out where to escape, you know, <laughs> but if you're gregarious, it's great. I think, I think it's going to be really fun. I don't yeah. know exactly where I will camp, but, um, Brendan Hearn oh, yeah. and my my music duo and friend 
I think he's got the hookup. He's like, just come camp here. He's got a good spot <laughs> if, if he's going to camp in the same spot as he did last oh, year. Yeah. Wow. I love yeah. that you know where people... I interviewed... That's where I met him oh, last yeah. year. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Excited. Well, what else do you want to mention before we play our last tune? Um, I think now that we're on the topic of Brendan Hearn, um, yeah. the two of us have a, a duo. As I was just saying, we played... We performed together for the first time at the Boston Celtic Music Festival in January, which was awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah. I remember seeing stories. Cool. cool. Yeah. Um, and we want to do more of that. So he's going to come out to Portland in July. Um, the weekend, like after 4th of July is our, <laughs> is our plan. So keep an eye out for some house concerts in Portland, Olympia, and Seattle Great. in July. And yeah, very exciting. I'm excited to... Yeah, do some more music stuff and sort of dive into that realm after being in academia for so long. Yeah, I bet. And yeah, excited to play tunes with Brendan. It's always such a trip. Love it. I like him a lot. I want to hang out with him. I'm glad he's coming. Yeah, Great. let's all hang out. Yeah. Plan to yeah. all hang out Good. in July. Yeah. Great. But anything else? Um, oh, I also am playing at Folk Life in Seattle, okay. yeah. um, Memorial Day weekend with my good friend, Betsy Branch, who yeah. is a fantastic fiddler and fiddle teacher in town. So yeah, excited to do that. Um, I will be playing at the, the Portland Highland Games in July as what? well. Amazing. Yeah. With, um, uh, my good friend, Baron Collins Hill and yeah. the local piper, Micah Babinski. Cool. So, yeah, that'll be great, too. And that's all I can think of right now. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll let you know if yeah. I think of anything else. Absolutely. I'll mention it in the outro. Okay. Thanks so much for doing this. Thanks, Cameron. What do you want to play for our final one? Um, good question. Do you? So we could do the Hog-Eyed Man, Old Christmas. We could do that kind of thing. I could also play this tune that I wrote if you want to try to learn it really quick, but no pressure. Yeah, let's do your original tune okay. for um, the episode proper, and then for a bonus track, we can do... Hawkeye oh, love Man. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I remember the other thing I need to plug. Oh, which, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I wish I could make a mark. That's fine. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, the last thing is that I'm playing a gig also with Baron Collins Hill, but also with Richie Rosencrantz at the Butteville store. Um, I forget exactly where it is. It's not in Portland, but it's nearby. And yeah, we're playing, the, the three of us have had a little duo project for a while. We have the temporary name of Kate and the Lads, which is also the name we play under when we play at TC O'Leary's. Yeah. Um, but yeah, new name recommendations, welcome. We're working on it. Because <laughs> also like, we have sort of a rotating cast of folks who will play with us yeah. at O'Leary's and not all of them identify as a lad yeah. so we need we need to change this up we talked about this last time oh yeah i remember this yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um but anyway this is the name we have for now and we will be um at doing that gig on june 3rd great yeah cool <laughs> i wrote this tune um during the pandemic like right before i moved to portland and then I recorded it on my phone and completely forgot about it. And then I moved to Portland 
And about a year after that, I found the recording in my phone. And it was cool because it was also during this time where I was like, oh my gosh, it's been a year since I moved to Portland. It's been a year since I started graduate school. It was, it had been one year since a lot of things. And so I named the tune one year since. And um, yeah, it's, I, I wrote it in G Calico. So it's has its little heart in that realm. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Excited <laughs> to hear it.
Visit ministryoffolk.com to buy their merch and find out more about their organization. I put a link in the episode description along with a link to Kate's duo with Brendan Hearn and a link to the event page for her upcoming Kate and the Lads performance. And if you're attending the Northwest Folklife Festival or the Portland Highland Games, make sure to catch Kate's sets. Support this podcast at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. That's also linked in the show notes, along with links to my banjo lessons, my old-time trio Tall Poppy String Band, my other podcast Think Outside the Box set, and Get Up in the Cool merch. And sign up for my spring claw hammer workshops at camerondewitt.com slash store. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to Get Up in the Cool.